恭喜发财，人生令快乐。车不管你跑得谁哦。Money gone, bag on top on. Hi, I'm Sophia. I'm Hannah. And I'm David. And welcome to another episode of Second, Second Generation. Generation. <laughs> Today's snack of the day is Yakult, yummy, yummy Yakult, or as we say in Korean, Yakult. Favorite yogurt drink of many Asians. All right, our guest today is Tenny Sang,、um, at North by Northwestern's audio editor、um, from China. Hi guys, I'm Tenny.、Uh, thank you so much for inviting me onto Second Generation. Thanks so much for helping us produce it. Yeah.、Um, for those of you who don't know, Tenny was the one who made our introduction music, so he's great. Very skilled. <laughs> not, not, not so much. <laughs> so, as you probably know,、uh, Lunar New Year、um, is coming up soon. We'd like to start with a PSA that it is Lunar New Year, not Chinese New Year, because Lunar New Year is celebrated by many other Asian countries that are not China. We all have our different traditions because we all use the lunar calendar sometimes. So it's Lunar New Year, not Chinese New Year, because we are not here for this other Asian erasure. Please, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> So actually, in the Philippines,、um, Lunar New Year isn't really celebrated by like you know culturally, and, but there is a pretty high Chinese population there, so a lot you know they do have celebrations, but not there, there's nothing really specific in the Filipino culture、um, about Lunar New Year, and I think that has a lot to do with the way that like、um, colonialism, like by the Spaniards and the Americans, kind of impacted our culture. But that's for another episode.、Um, so in Korea,、uh, Lunar New Year is called Solar. And the biggest thing that everyone does is we make this thing called tteokguk, which is just like rice cake soup, and it's like really yummy. Like you, like beef bones, and then you boil them for like the entire week to make this like really nice, like space. And then you you put like rice cakes in it, and like dumplings in it, and so so good. <clears throat> People in Korea take solar to visit their families because Koreans are really busy, and we don't see each other's family very often, so. Solar is like one of the few days in the year where we can do that.、Uh, we go see each other's families. We make dokguk, and then we play like folk games. And in general, we like to pretend we're back in 13th century Korea. And if you're super traditional, you spend the first morning of solar, which is solar is three days. So you spend the first morning、um, visiting your ancestral burial sites and praying to your ancestors for a well. For a good, prosperous New Year. Although, if you're Christian, like a lot of other, like my family and like a lot of other Koreans, you don't do ancestral worship anymore. But if you're a little less traditional, but still kind of traditional, you do this thing called hebe, where you just bow to your, you just bow to the elder members of your family, and they give you money. So you bow and you say hebe mani padzeo, which is how we say Happy New Year.、Um, it's like may you have a lot of good fortune in the New Year. And personally, because it was just me and my family here in America, we would just make rice cake soup during the Gregorian New Year and just call it a day.、Uh, unlike China, which is excessively long two-week celebration,、um, in Korea it's only three days, as I mentioned before. As Hannah just said, in China, Lunar New Year is a really big deal. It's two weeks, so. For my parents in Hong Kong, I'm pretty sure they got two weeks off or like one week off or something. And also, since you know Hong Kong was controlled by the British, they also got the Gregorian New、wow. Year holiday. So basically, they just didn't go to school for like a month, I、wow. think, which is good times. Good times. So a big tradition with Chinese New Year or Chinese Lunar New Year, we do we give each other red envelopes full of money. Those are called hongbao. So sometimes, if you're more traditional, you do the bowing thing, like in Korea. I don't. 
Um, and also, my family doesn't actually celebrate for two weeks. I feel like very few people in the U.S., if at all, do that. I'm sure Tenny can talk more about that since he's lived in China and the U.S., but my family just normally gets together with some of our extended family since my grandma lives in the U.S. and also some family friends, and we just really have a big meal, and it's a lot of fun. So now we'll have Tenny talk about his experience. Can you first tell us a little bit about your background in China and in the U.S.? Yeah, sure. So um, I have lived in both China and the U.S., as Sophia mentioned. Um, I grew up in Shanghai, uh, which is a coastal city in China, uh, for 12 years. During my time over there, uh, I have gone into, uh, I guess, greater death with how the Chinese in China uh, celebrate Chinese or Lunar New Year. Uh, as Sophia mentioned, usually we just gather with our extended families or relatives and have a big meal together uh, the day before, you know, the beginning of the new uh, New Year according to the lunar calendar. One of the dishes that we usually eat together is the, the long noodle, which symbolizes uh, Long life, right? Long life, yeah. basically, yeah, because, you know, the, the length of the noodle sort of symbolizes your lifespan, and the longer it is, uh, it's just greater fortune for you as a person. And we will also have um, these red pockets, hongbao, uh, right, in Cantonese. In, in Mandarin, it's hongbao, which is <laughs> really similar. And Wait, was that not the same word? <laughs> it's... The tones are different. The tones are different, yes. Will we say it again? Hongbao. Hongbao. My Wait, Cantonese it's, is pretty bad, so... It sounds the same to me anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to say my tones are exactly correct. Yeah, uh, but anyways, um, the kids would usually uh, try to appeal or try to favor their parents or um, their like elderly members of the family to get, you know, red pocket money, similar to the Korean tradition, mm -hmm. as Hannah mentioned. Mm -hmm. So... So you can see a lot of parallels between uh, Chinese and Korean tradition in celebrating Lunar New Year. Are you guys also not allowed to cut noodles because you're cutting the short, you're shortening the life? Um, that, that I'm not sure, but oh, okay. if you accidentally cut the noodle with your chopsticks, I think it's fine, you know. <laughs> so can you compare um, the Lunar New Year celebrations um, in China to, to the celebrations here? Sure. According to what I've been through, you know, um, my, my perspectives, there actually isn't too much difference between uh, Chinese in China versus Chinese Americans in the U.S. As Sophia mentioned, you know, in the U.S., families still gather and have this big meal together. Perhaps the subtle difference lies in the fact that uh, the food in the U.S. might not be as authentic mm -hmm. as in China. Uh, you know, with with like Panda Express, mm -hmm. you know, those very Americanized <laughs> Chinese food. It could be not as authentic, but nevertheless, the traditions are more or less the same. Not to hate on Panda Express. It's like, as food goes, it's good food. I think we can all agree. Like, it tastes good, but is it Chinese? I actually haven't been to Panda Express before. Oh, wow. Really? Tony, what do you think? I actually like Panda Express. Yeah, it tastes good. Yeah. But do you think it's Chinese? It's a different interpretation. Mm. So I, I know living in the U.S., you've pro you probably have a lot of friends that um, are Chinese but only grew up in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, so how would you say they kind of, or the way they experienced Lunar New Year and other um, like traditional festivals, like, is, you think that's any different? 
Yeah, so on my, my dad's side of the family, I have two cousins who grew up uh, solely in the U.S. Um, and they do know how to speak Cantonese. It's just that their perspective of celebrating Lunar New Year might be quite different from me um, since I've uh, spent my life in both parts of the world. So for them, I think, I think they, they would just see it as a family gathering, you know, mm -hmm. a precious time to spend with family members. Mm -hmm. While for me, um, even though family is one of the most important aspects of celebrating Lunar New Year, it's also sort of a, a, an opportunity to, to really remind myself of my identity as mm -hmm. a Chinese, but also someone who, who spent time in the U.S., you mm -hmm. know, this cross-cultural um, identity yeah. perspective. If you ever want to see actual Asian people celebrating actual Asian New Year, um, in Chicago, I know next to Argyle Station, there is going to be a Lunar New Year parade. It's like one of those Chinese parades with like the lion dance. Yeah, they're gonna have the dragon lion dances. Ooh, I that love will lion be really dancing. fun. Yeah. All right. So on Saturday, February 16th, the Chinese Student Association and the Taiwanese American Students Club will be hosting the Celebrasia. Uh, their Lunar New Year festival, where they'll have performances from like a bunch of Asian performers, and it'll be a really good time. Um, tickets are five dollars at the Northwestern box office online, and seven dollars at the door. And David, where is the celebration? Celebration will be at uh, the Con Auditorium at 7 p.m. Um, we definitely recommend uh, going to. Uh, cultural shows like this, and even even um, you know other shows put on around Chicago or like around campus, because I think going to shows and just seeing people um, kind of like embrace their culture like that is really just like a cool experience, because you mm -hmm. don't you see like how much tradition, and I think even the people like performing sometimes you know in your in your daily life here in the states like there's there's so much tradition that you kind of forget about. But I think having events like this is a really good opportunity to, like, you know, do something really creative with it, uh, and I think that's really awesome. But yeah. well, I feel like we can't talk about Lunar New Year without talking about the zodiac and like the legend behind the zodiac. Oh yeah. And the significance of like all the different animals. I'm a dragon. Yeah, They're I'm. Special. I'm you're the rabbit. Same. Tenny, what are you? You're also a rabbit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So unlike Western zodiac, um, Asian zodiac is like by year. So every 12 years, there's 12 animals. So like the cycles every 12 years. Yeah. So we're about to go full cycle again, right? Yes. Because yes. we're at dog. We're and at then, pig, right? Oh yeah, we're, we're at pig. No, we're, we're at dog be, right yeah, now. We're currently in the. We're going into dog. pig. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then it'll go back to rat. Yes. And I think the folklore behind that is pretty interesting. Um, I'm not terribly well versed in it, but like just based off my exposure from Chinese class, it was like it was like a race between oh, yeah. all these animals. Some important god yeah. was like, "Hello, every single animal. I'm going to have a race. So can it's like you have to go across like a river, mm -hmm. and like who could go, who could cross the river like fastest was like the winner. So there's this whole story of like all the animals start, and then the rat is like. Uh, I can't swim, but I'm really smart, so I'm gonna ask um, the cow for help. So the cow, like, it's like, oh yeah, sure, you can get on my back. So then the cow and the rat are like going and like doing their thing, and then they reach the other side, and then the rat like hops off immediately, and then he wins. It's like, haha, sucker. 
So that's why rat is first and then cow second. Yeah. Sounds right. And then the, all the other animals go on. And then you might be asking, like, wow, so many animals. Where's the cat? Um, that's because, according to the legend, um, the cat was 13th place. And then the important guy who was hosting the race was like, ah, sorry, we don't have room for 13 animals, so you don't get a year. So we're going to wrap it up. I hope you enjoyed this episode um, about the Lunar New Year. I, I really hope we'll that... find a way to celebrate, too. Yeah. Eat some good food. Spend time with your family. I'm David. I'm Hannah. And I'm Sophia. And we're signing out. Our theme music was composed by Tenny Song. This is MBN Audio.